little song about episode 8. One way out. intro of all time i still didn't beat santa aria i tried aria in the comments said that was the longest intro uh you know sometimes i like to put a little bit of music you know and then and then hit the 12 o'clock I, I hit the 12 o'clock running so i'm still here on time but um i noticed whenever i start the the uh, stream and i just start going there's like two people here and then you guys all trickle in miss the intro so i'll play a couple of tunes you know get it going 
If you're listening to this as a podcast, oh, well, fuck you. It's your problem. Fast forward, lazy bitch. Um, that said, uh, Rob watched Willow, and he's here to share all of his thoughts and his notes with us. <laughs> no, um, I uh, could share I, as many notes on the movie as I can the first two <laughs> episodes of the series. <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob was about to start watching Willow, and I'm like, shit, I forgot. Today's an early day for my kids. We got to start an hour early, dude. He's like, well, no Willow. He's like, oh, sorry. Um Something weird, man. Gotta say, I I rewatched Willow again. The the uh, screeners I got have multiple like viewings. You know, I'm able to watch it a few times, and I watched uh, watched them again last night, and did my little review and recap for episodes three through seven. So that's up now. It's on the podcast uh, platforms, and it's on YouTube. That said, uh, IGN gave episode one through seven. A nine. I just I want it to be a nine. I like it. I do like the show overall. I mean, it, it has that 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 those those flaws that I can have a hard time getting past. But how can it be a nine when Warwick Davis is reading Hugh Guards? I'm just just being like Look, legitimately, you know, a, Mason, a critical on it. All you're doing is making my case for the prequel fans who like it as much as the original trilogy. I'm like, there is a Lucas love, in the 80s, hey, and there's a Lucas now. That's me, bud. That's me. <laughs> but I'm also not going to sing Phantom Menace is a 9.5. You know what I'm saying? I, but I, but we have friends of the show who would. You understand what I'm mm-hmm, saying? And they're sure. delusional. Like, I love them, but oh, just they're, be honest. They're not delusional. They just aren't being critical. And 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 that that's okay. I mean, you could you could be critical. It's hard to be critical and turn that off and still enjoy stuff, or be able to like something so much that you can turn off your 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 critical faculties and enjoy it. I mean, that that happens for me with Star Wars. It does. You know, I still had a good time on every episode of Boba Fett, even though I'm so, like, that's how I feel about Nacho Libre. No, we don't you know he was reading cue cards, but but Bespin sent me pictures or i'm sorry videos of him from the game show you that they play over in the uk and uh that that he that he's on and i honestly i have i have a theory that doing that game show made him a worse actor he got used to just reading shit on a on a card and um because it his performance on the game show is identical to his performance in willow and uh and i want to like willow i i love willow look at the, look at him right here he's up here i love the guy it's one of my favorite movies of all time, so I'm not I'm not in it to to hate it. And uh, you know, if you've been following me long enough, you know that I kind of like most of the stuff that most people don't like that Lucas almost put out. Um, but it, it is the uh, story itself is good, and I, I would give the actual. I didn't give a rating in my review yesterday, but my one through seven actual rating is a true solid seven. Like that's what it is, and I of course wanted it to be a nine. And I, I realistically hoped it would be an eight, but it's it's a seven for me. And uh, I don't give tens, just, just for the record. As I have to clarify that. Some people think tens I are do. a thing. That's that's nothing's perfect. Even your avatar, buddy. Some things are. Some things are perfect. Even avatar. Even avatar. I wouldn't give avatar a ten. No, no. But well, there are tens. If avatar is not a ten for Rob, the only tens I remember I would ever give my whole entire life when it's about. 11 years old and i turned on this episode of who's the boss and i saw Alyssa milano and i was like that's a 10 that's the only true 10 i've ever given in my whole life i was a tracy gold kid <laughs> <laughs> tracy a little different 
that's why we're good buddies, man. That's why we, if we were on the space adventures, we would never ever cross each other's paths in the wrong way. Maybe with Mona. <laughs> oh, Mona would tear us apart. Mona would tear us apart. Or, or, or that what was that, Madam? Remember the puppet, the puppet with Corey Feldman? Oh, that mouth. All right. <laughs> All right, I'd fuck a puppet. Let's be honest. Let's not be honest. And, okay, Bix is the only. He didn't even say Bix is the uh, true ten. Bix is the true ten. Bix is what we call a Star Wars ten around these parts. A Star Wars ten. All right, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a website. You might have heard of it. It's called Bespin Bulletin. I I believe it's uh it's a website that covers police scanners and what's going on in the, in the area of Wales something like that. All right, so Star Wars the Acolyte Star reveals the series we'll see the Sith infiltrate the Jedi Order. So we have a little bit of Jedi penetration in this in this series. And um the, there we have the 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 kid from uh the Wolverine movie. All right. And uh, if you if you don't want to be a dick and you want to support Mr. Bespin, you could always give Mr. Bespin, you know, a, a coffee, you know, every now and then. You don't have to do it like all the time. The only thing that you I give ask. Give him a nickel. A nickel. A nickel. <laughs> a nick mustache. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. But see, you can you can leave him one right there, and you could give him a Tick- condescending message, like I did. You could tickle him a nick. Oh, I'm really glad it's not dated, so I could just use that one forever and pretend like I give Bespin Bulletin like three bucks every day. You know, like you just wake up first thing in the morning, bam, tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. So during an exclusive interview with Tech Radar. Star of the Acolyte, Daphne Keen. That is a pretty cool name, Daphne Keen. Best known for her work in Logan and the HBO series His Dark Materials, also known as Porn Mags, briefly discussed the upcoming Star Wars series created by Leslie Headland, which is currently filming in the United Kingdom. Keen couldn't say much regarding the series, but did let slip that the series will see the Sith infiltrate the Jedi Order. Yeah, that's actually, um, she couldn't say much. She said more than anybody ever has, I think, realistically. And um, you guys could let me know. I'm not going to make a call on it, but you guys can let me know if you think that if this goes against the Ahsoka's rumors or not. It's up to you. Uh, she says, I can tease that it's a prequel. No, I mean, you you know, it's set 100 years before the prequel movies, and it's kind of an explanation of how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi. It's a Sith-led story, which has never been done before. It's been really fun to film. The cast is amazing, and the director, Leslie Headland, and crew are just lovely. The whole she experience... Lets us, she huh? lets us read off cue cards and everything. Yeah, the whole experience is wonderful, and I'm already... Excited for people to see it. Daphne Keen via Tech Radar, which uh, Tech Radar, I believe, is also a technology and fan site to the character of Radar from MASH. Um, Bestman goes on to write, I'm sure Keen's comments will most certainly excite Star Wars fans and that they'll come up with some pretty exciting theories regarding the information shared. Keen's yeah, comment theories. Uh oh. 
Right. Uh, <laughs> dude, you know what? Like, it, it, it's it's kind of funny to make fun of those guys. But when I was looking up the Willow shit last night about like what Willow has to, uh, two gay girls in it, and boy, are people shitty. I mean, just pure out shitty. Good work, Elon Musk, on making Twitter a shittier place that I don't want to be on. Um, Keen's comment about the Sith infiltrating the Jedi will surely lead fans to think of Emperor Palpatine and his master, Darth Plagueis, as the former rose to power through the Senate and remained close to the Jedi, whilst, you fancy fucker, manipulating and, and executing his sinister plans in the shadows. Um while while in college whilst in college um my my microsoft word suggested i use that i use that whilst and i said okay and i turned in the paper and my professor made fun of me <laughs> and i'm like you know what fair fair enough fair enough he gets to he's from he's from he was he told me how to like say like eat a dick in wales in welsh yesterday and uh, or something like it's that. It Nick. was, it was fucking it. crazy. I, I was like, I was like, I <laughs> so don't even. Say it. I have no idea right. what he said. I just said, okay. So, he saw um, eat a eat a Nick. <laughs> no, it's it's not even it's not even words, man. It's not even words. Um, what yeah. whilst manipulating and executing a sinister plan in the shadows, fans have been asking for Plagueis content for years and had hoped to see the Sith Lord appear in live action one day. And though Keen does not utter his name, I'm sure her comments and the series being set a century before the events of The Phantom Menace will get fans' minds racing. Currently, the only additional information regarding the plot of the Acolyte comes from the synopsis that was released earlier this month and reads as follows. The series, described as a mystery thriller, will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers during the final days of the High Republic as we follow a former Padawan and her Jedi mm. Master investigating a series uh, of crimes committed by sinister forces. So, oh, hey. Hey, Dave, I didn't see you there. Yeah. Yeah, I just want everyone to know I was talking to Rehan Johansson. He said he's going to come back and make a murder mystery called Glass Bemo. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be called Glass Bemo. Glass, yeah. glass, glass B2 Emo? Mm. It's going to be lots of chock full of who done it, who did it, who's going to do it. <laughs> Johnny jo Johnny says somehow this all circles back to Bob's toys. Is this is that the is that the sex shop that you frequent, Mr. Polonius mm. D? Bob's toys? Oh, what? Bob's toys? I saw. I was. I was just thinking about little Jedi Sith running around. <laughs> nope. All right, you got to uh, go, man. You, gotta... You're going to get us canceled again. Um... <laughs> yeah. Recanceled. Uh, yeah. You know. <laughs> like COVID, third wave you know. of cancels. Hey, you know, we, we we live in a world where somebody could be like, "Oh my God, I'm just a little girl, and I sent him pictures, and then now I don't know what I did." Buy my fisting videos for twenty nine ninety five on OnlyFans. So, <laughs> oh, thumb paycheck says, "Buy my fisting videos." Fist, 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 fist. Thur, oh, thur, it, thur, thur. Don't say thumb. Oh, buy it. Buy it. Thumb check. Thumb check. Oh. <laughs> so someday, poor poor Dave Filoni's just gonna be like 
on YouTube. It's like, I wonder what people are saying about my show, The Bad Batch. And he's going to click on it. <laughs> and it's going to be like, what the fuck did I do? What did I do to deserve this What did I ever do to Chase? I mean, what, one time I impersonated him on Reddit like <laughs> 1,500 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my next song. Because I'm canceled again. Canceled again. <laughs> it, yeah. it sounds like... It sounds like it would be like in like, you know, Arthur three on the rocks again. Honestly, uh, <laughs> it sounds like something Henry Nilsson would sing about, you know, like if he had lived. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. He's like, yeah, blew my voice out with John Lennon again, singing about pussies again. I mean, like that happened. Yeah. Look it up. Baymax says, yeah, the we're not phobes crowd are winking the dolphins over over Willow. So, <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. Winking the dolphins. You know, no, I, I'm actually um, um, just just to just to take a, a slight detour. I didn't mean to go there, but uh, I think the relationship between the two gay characters in Willow ultimately becomes annoying because it's a retread and somewhat of a reset. In the first episode, they have a kiss, and like, and then after that, they play the "Are they or aren't they going to kiss?" And I don't understand that in the the narrative when I watch it. It's really weird, and and then it's like they almost play it like they didn't know it, that they liked each other, you know, as the story goes on. And um, it's a sort of a strange reset in a way in the middle of the season. But that said, the relationship between the two. If it was a boy and a girl, no one would note it. No, I, I would say what I'm saying now that it's a little annoying that that they that they roll it back. Um, but no one would have anything to say about it, which is them telling on themselves. So fuck them all. Um Darth they Lopez feels that it fills for They were just out of nowhere. Hold on. If they mm -hmm. kept it real, man, out of nowhere, they'd just be camping when they wake up in the morning, like Old old Ufka would come out the back with his buddy and zip it up. Oh, 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 run away, oh. you know. <laughs> just just you know, just just let people go. What was that? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mr. Lopez. As I as I, without going into spoiler territory, having seen like all all seven of them so far, my 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 true takeaway on it is um, it's it's only forced in the sense that it's like it's melodramatic and they are going for melodrama in the series. Like this, the series is just like every 15 steps, these fuckers walk Lord of the ring style. They step aside and have a heart to heart. And um, it's not like the Willow movie. Patty Smythe. It's, it's, it's not a Patty Smythe song. Heart to heart. Oh, wait, now I get her confused with heart. Never mind. Remember that show heart to heart with that guy who, uh, yeah. who killed Natalie Wood. Um, Caden says, I'm not watching them until they include pansexuals like myself. That's Willow's red line. Uh, I'm gonna just throw it out there and say that the, the best character in the game is probably pansexual in, in the game, in the in the in the movie, in the show, in the series. Um, he's got that green hat, little flute, flies around never. Yeah, he's sexual. Yeah, yeah, he he <laughs> definitely seems like he's he's up for whatever's hot. So, <laughs> and that's not to say pansexual people are just whores. <laughs> Captain, let's hook up. <laughs> but that guy is a whore. But he's he's a great character. I think you I think you might like the series. I don't know. Um, oh, it's just they have no chemistry. Hmm. Yeah, I was I was kind of wondering if those characters, if the actors are are gay or if it is just bad acting. But um, 
can be both. All, all in all, I like the performances. <laughs> what? You know, mediocrity exists on all sides. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's uh, all of the characters work though. Okay, it, I, I think so. Anyways, yeah. If you watch it, let me know what you think. You know, um, Johnny's a whore. This is our friend Johnny the whore. I already okay. skipped through the first episode. I almost died. Okay. Well, yeah. If the, if you did that in the first episode, don't continue on. Just save yourself the, the headache. Um. All right. So there was there there was like a bunch of uh, Star Wars news going on uh, today. It, it's all like half baked news at this point because people who came were at this event didn't really say what we needed them to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, I saw it. Twitter, I saw it. And it's like, what the fuck did you see? Tell us what you saw. Twitter, I saw it. I saw it, Twitter. And um, so Lucasfilm, this is another Bespin Bulletin article. Lucasfilm debuted new trailers for The Mandalorian Season 3, The Bad Bat Season 2, Star Wars Visions, and more. Hey man, where's Indiana Jones in the in this? You, you son of a bitch! He's a he's a title maker. God damn it! You know why? It's because he's fucking too American for you. That's what it is. He's too American for the little boy from Wales. Um, earlier today, Disney debuted new trailers. This is Bestman Bolton and exclusive footage to those in attendance at the APAC showcase. APAC and Heat and Lucasfilm had a big part to play in the presentation. According to those in attendance, uh, you fucking bastards who don't say what I need you to say. And Lucasfilm had a big part to play in their presentation. According to those in attendance, Lucasfilm debuted multiple trailers for upcoming Star Wars series, as well as a trailer for their next big theatrical release, Indiana Jones 5. So, information regarding what was shown in the trailers is pretty non-existent at the moment, but I will be updating the article with new information as it becomes available. Lucasfilm reportedly kicked things off with a new trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3. The only description regarding the trailer showcased at APAC event references Din attempting to make amends for removing his helmets in The Mandalorian Season 2. Happens to um, a lot of guys. You know, if you never saw any of this and you just heard this, you'd be like, fine, I'm not watching that show. A guy has to make amends for removing his helmet. That sounds stupid. To be fair, he, this is you know, Bespin's no, not just... the best hype guy. Let's just be honest. You know? No, no, Bespin keeps it real, except for when he's anti-American. Um, but but Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan Kree's being portrayed as Din's enemy this season, as well as shots of Mandalore and many Mandalorians is many toothy Mandalorians. <laughs> the trailer shown, at least from. I, I, you, you know, I think about that sometimes, and I'm like, they thought that was so cute when they said Toothy Sarlax <laughs> that they literally said, hey, can you include that? Can you make sure to include, can you say Toothy Sarlax? And they're like, okay, I'll do As it. Michelle Reggio, I'll do it, don't let, don't let the Toothy Sarlax hit you on the way out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So anyways, the trailer show. JJ. Like he made a joke in our meeting, you know, and then. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, that's so funny, JJ. <laughs> oh, JJ, you're so funny. The trailer shown, at least from its description, just sounds like a retread of the teaser trailer released back in September. 
and for all we know, it might have been. No release date was attached to the trailer outside of 2023, but a past report from my best friend, male mm-hmm. role model, hero, scholar, award winner, and all-around good guy making yeah. Star Wars, <laughs> dated lots of beautiful women and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, season three from a February 22nd release date with MSW also reporting that the official trailer for the Mandalorian season three will be released on December 25th. Lucasfilm's CCXP panel takes place tomorrow and the event promised news on the Mandalorian season three. So perhaps tomorrow we'll get a new look at season three following the Mandalorian. They've gone full leftist that whole Soviet Lucasfilm, huh? I don't know. I don't know. Following the Mandalorian trailer, Lucasfilm moved onto the series that's next to release after Mando. Ahsoka. Um, you have to say it that way now. Though Lucasfilm debuted footage of the upcoming series back at Star Wars Celebration, they did not show that footage or any footage at all during the APAC showcase. They instead opted to show three images from the series. Two images were of our titular character. God damn it. I, we got We got to start. He has to start giving me a coffee every time he writes titular because Ahsoka Tano. The first image um, showed Ahsoka standing in a cave or a tomb on top of a circular stone as light being down from above. And the second showed Ahsoka wielding her lightsabers. The third and final image was of Sabine Wren played by Natasha Lou Bordizo. But it's unclear if it's the same image shown at D23 where she's looking at the mural from the series finale of Star Wars Rebels or an entirely new image. Probably not, by the sound of it. Um, Lucasfilm switched gears following the Ahsoka images and turned their attention to animation where they debuted a new and well-overdue trailer for the upcoming second season of The Bad Batch, which is due to release on January 4th. Oh, I yeah. would love to have it. I, I honestly think that, it, that that one, though, They should wait until they're about to drop the show. Get people excited from the trailer and drop the show. Mm. Not much information is available regarding the trailer. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to love it. But it sounds like Uh. a retread of the trailer released earlier this year as cameos from Emperor Palpatine Commander Cody were mentioned. Oh, that'll make it wonderful. Well, I mean, this is the thing I'm actually interested in is uh, the Commander Cody um story because i mean that's probably going to wrap his story in canon so that's at least one day i'm going to end up homeless in a kenobi series you know <laughs> like no man it's not you it's just a guy that looks just like you it's pretty much you we changed the name in the credits at the last second no i think if that was cody he would have been like they would have like started fighting he'd be like you son of a bitch you know but anyways uh they were, were met lucasfilm also debuted a trailer from the second volume of star wars visions oh fuck that boring shit Keep it American is what I say. I'm all about America here. Now, the second volume of Star Wars Visions, which is also set to release sometime next year. It all just looks like the American version all just looks like Family Guy and Rick and Morty and Bojack (laughs) Horseman. You're like, this is stupid. So stupid. Uh, We have have nothing, you know. I'm only only American animators. I'm animators. I'm interested in seeing Star Wars stuff would be, would be, uh, Yonan Vasquez and uh, fucking who else? There was one other one. I almost had it. I lost because yeah. it. it didn't mean that much to me. He was titular. That's what you're trying oh, to yeah, say. Oh, yeah. Mike Judge. I'd like to see Mike Judge in Star the, Wars. More. The always titular <laughs> Mike Judge. 
Come on, how great um, would that be? You know, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, real stupid. When Bespin, when, when you include the word titular, you know we're Beavis and Butthead, and we're just going to start talking about oh. tits every time. Just don't do and it. Gandhi. You're setting us up. Gandhi. What? Gandhi. You got to watch Gandhi, Primal Part of Kosky. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I, I yeah, like Gandhi's really work. Do. That shit's hardcore now. Just letting you know. Okay. But it's 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 cool. Um, Lucasfilm wound things down with a massage. Oh no, with a message from <laughs> Lee Chung Jai, <laughs> Squid Game, who spoke briefly about the acolyte and how thankful Ooh, he was to be a part of. Someone say massage. <laughs> no, Dave. Tickle my no, head. Dave. Um, and thankfully, he was part to be a part of the project before ending on a high with the teaser. Did, ooh, did somebody say hi? Um, with teaser trailer for <laughs> untitled. Nah, he doesn't. He doesn't get high. So okay, so so the ending Tyler. was the untitled Indiana Jones film. So no title still. The teaser shown appears to be the same one Lucasfilm showcased at D twenty three in September. And despite rumors that the fifth entry in the franchise is titled Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, Indiana Jones and the Diaphragm of Pregnancy. The trailer ended simply with the title, as we Darlin for final. menopause. You know, like. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Marion's having hot flashes, and I'm cold. I need to leave on an adventure <laughs> to a hot, warm climate. Uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones, uh, director of Indy Five, James Mansell. Indiana Jones, hold Indiana Jones, Rebecca. Rebecca, you know what I mean? It's a dial, <laughs> it's a dial infomer. You know what I mean? Dial. I don't know. These people they come up with some weird stuff, dude. It's dial I for indie. Um, has yeah. previously revealed that the release of the teaser trailer is imminent, and CCXP, which takes place tomorrow, has promised the Lucasfilm panel will deliver news on the highly anticipated fifth Indiana Jones movie. In addition to Lucasfilm, so so in a way like that, that that's kind of weird, like. It almost seems like they would show the same thing, doesn't it? Like with them being a day apart, like it's sort of like maybe they're just gonna wheel in Antonio Banderas and he's gonna be like, "I want, uh, I want, was it Tom Holland to play Indiana Jones as well as Zora? (laughs) You can do both, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you can play all the roles, Tom Holland. I tell, I tell Indy scuba dive, and he. Scuba dives. Like, okay, cool, man. <laughs> um, and it he gets <laughs> air clot in his brain and dies. Oh, Dirt. man. That's how Indy <laughs> dies. Shit. Scuba, scuba accident. Oh, shit. Never saw Dial that one from Heimlich. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> Indiana Jones yeah. and the Benz. Um, in addition to L- Lucasfilm debuting multiple Star Wars trailers, Oh, I'm getting lightheaded from reading so much. Um, and trailers, as well as one of Indiana Jones 5, Indy and their studio showed new trailers for many of the upcoming films and television series, including Marvel Studios, blah, 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 superheroes, underwear on the outside of their pants. Okay, cool. Give Bestman a coffee and say, when you do it, say, thanks, fucko. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Tell him, tell him Jason Ward sent me, fucko. That that's, but he won't care. I gotta get. We gotta do. We gotta somehow, Jason. We have to find a way to get your voice to be my navigation, like on ways and stuff. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you just like make a left, fucko, and then you start singing like pick songs and shit. You know, in between. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um. Making Star Ways. 
Chris sent me an article, and and I was like, it's actually a good article from Empire with the actor who plays uh, Dedra Miro, and um, it, it's just a good article though. I was gonna put it up on this on this on the show, but I don't want to read now. I'm tired of reading. But uh, she talks about how like as she was going for the role or she got the role, she um, ran into Ian McDermott like on the street randomly, which means she was cosmically ready to be in Star Wars, and she just said. Hey, boss, <laughs> or something like that. He was but, just like, uh, talk to me for an hour. I'm not foreign. I'm from here. For an hour. Yeah. That's what he does. Hey, as it true, when you're, uh, when, when you're down to, to hang out, uh, send me, um, send me a, a message and uh, I'll send you an invite. And, you think uh, every now and then Ian McDermott just walks around with like the vizier and that goth chick with the you know like in, in costume they just hang out behind him like <laughs> he's in normal clothes but they 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 cosplay right behind him you know he's got his crew right a little weirdos weirdo crew uh, junk box says willow has its problems but i loved it and uh people yeah. say i make excuses for things i like <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, I mean, I well, you know, I mean, to be fair, I've waited for for this since I was eight. You know, like the movie came out, and the movie was was successful. The movie made a profit when it came out, and like we thought there was gonna probably be be more of them, and then and then by like around nineteen ninety, you're like, where's Willow? And then Lucas is like, oh, I'm gonna start writing the prequels, and you're like, well, okay, <laughs> okay, and. uh and but i was telling bestman yesterday i was like you know when i was like eight to nine all i was doing was like reading starlog magazine reading about willow and batman coming out and waiting for last crusade like i was like this this was like like a two-year period where i followed film like as a child like really really intensely and and the the publications and the 7-elevens were good which was like starlog and stuff and um now like this week i'm like waiting on uh, i'm watching willow and i'm waiting on that batman trailer so i can see michael keaton as batman and i'm waiting on an indiana jones trailer and i'm like yeah my generation we did it <laughs> we did it <laughs> meanwhile railroad workers like can we just have seven days of paid sick leave no no no, no this is this is railroad test this is railroad times um oh wait hold on he said something to us, Mr. Mr. Bestino. All right, what did he say? Rob is a pen Peden. <laughs> he called you. He called you. Rob is a pen Peden. A pen Peden. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Is that from Pandora? Is that, is that is that what the is that what the Pandora people are called? Apparently, you got to be real fucking smart to get that humor. <laughs> do you want a description for the avatar clips for rob yes we do please sir uh um titularly yours jason i'm not fixing the typos he probably could hear this <laughs> jason woke you jason woke your, you should you should legally change your last name to woke yeah just, just, you know, just every time you write it down you know, hey, Johnny, Johnny, you can't you can't be mean about people's physical appearance, Johnny. Um, 
Tyrant says Jason just wants to sub out the word titular for biggins. <laughs> yeah, though that's uh, I think that's two G's. Oh, two G's. Yeah, this is, so you know you're, you're talking to a married with children aficionado over here on my side. So you got corrected. Uh, so it says 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 I have the Ahsoka celebration trailer downloaded from Santa's Discord. Hey, whoa, whoa, buddy! You, you whoa, can't be you can't be dude, putting that out there. Out Santa, man. Yeah, what are you a narc, Seth, Seth Narco? <laughs> Sorry, but... <laughs> he's got a penis cake. The kinder said that. That's all I have to add. <laughs> I know. I was. <laughs> I was gonna. Um, that that picture I just showed on the phone of it with my thumb covering it got us completely demonetized, even beyond the mon- the, the the Mario stuff. So I just I was gonna show. What a show! Baymax Baymax made us an edit and stuff, but they apparently don't care. They can't tell the difference between a thumb and a dick. So uh, the kinder said that Cody only has one episode. So, all right, that's good enough for me. I don't need a Cody. I don't need a Cody saga. Um, this is this is the description I saw. The clips. This is from Avatar. Fuck, this is going to be hard, but I, I can do this, you guys. The clip shows off stunning blue oceans. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> And magnificent underwater creatures. Are are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you you're fucking putting this on the internet? (laughs) That can that call the ocean bed their home. Oh, that is they live there. Our characters are later seen learning how to bond and ride with these creatures. Oh my god, they're bonding with them. Um, so I think that might be the scene that we saw at D twenty three. To Fish be honest groomers. with you, yeah. there's a no, there's a um, th- there are there's there's these like creatures underwater. It's in the clip. It might not be funny in the movie, but the way it was presented was kind of funny because just like if you're going to live here, you must learn to ride these underwater creatures. It's probably it's actually probably this fucking thing right here. I think I think it is this thing. I think it is this bitch right here. Yeah. And she's like, and then she's like, "What? Like, yeah, you gotta learn how to do it." And then they just like jump in, and like the person like rides right up to it, gets on it, and then goes on a magical ride. And I'm like, "You didn't need to learn anything. You just needed to get on it." So that was kind of like, but it, I mean, power of music, man, montage. That's how you learn shit in movies. Um, you know, they can't, they can't all be Tony Gilroy and get 12 <laughs> hours to learn how to do it. You know, you gotta, we gotta move it along. Um, the movie's like four hours long. He doesn't know how to move shit. Got to move it along. Jesus. He does not know how to move. And anything they could along. spend two hours on it, learning to write one fucking thing. Honestly, it'd be the ballerest move in the history of Hollywood. Or we could just <laughs> cut that line and just be like, "Get on it." Um, Rob definitely wants me to die. Says Vespin, which I'm I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Rob no, hates melodramatic. All of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rob's Rob just wants to beat the shit out of all of you guys. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm just I'm just here like trying to stay under the radar. To be honest, I'm doing with a you. check. How do you? I want you to die. Like yeah. <laughs> Whenever no, I want I f- you to live here. Hell is here. You're stuck here. You gotta be with us in the mud. When, when I feel like I'm like I'm maybe getting under, on Rob's radar, I just pull up one of your guys' comments that I know will set Rob off, and that's I use you all as human shields. Um, and then uh, he also goes on to say, I hope Rob makes it to Avatar 6 and 7. See? It's the most loving thing I that guy's ever said about him. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> hope he makes it. Why would I? 
How would I not make it? Like what? <laughs> I, guys, I'm I'm in pretty good health for I don't I know. I know you wish you wish I weren't, but I'm on crazy health. No, use use ad blocks want. on like, you know, whatever major corporate yeah, site you dude. read, but don't do it on Take- the indie guys, man. Come on. That's how we that's how we eat. That's how we get us breads and butters. Joe Joey needs to eat some cereal. Should you call him Joey? You know what I mean? <laughs> Joey. Yeah, that's his name, right? Jesse. No, it's Johnny. Come on. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> Whatever. He's, he's a know, touchy guy. Colors, he's a touchy guy. Saying. He's gonna think you're serious. He's like, oh, my name is not Joey. <laughs> I don't know. And I'll be like, hey, sorry, Jason. It's a series of colors in my head, and they're vaguely the same. So that's how I remember it. Yeah. And aggro. Um, as a tree, we'll try to hop on before Jedi Survivor to their next Thursday. Yeah, that would that would be a good. That's a great idea. So if if you are available and I don't remember it's that day, set, tell me because I'm dumb. But I mean to send you the invite. If I don't, everyone's always like, "Hey, I said I would come on, and you never sent me the invite." And I'm like, oh, "I don't fucking even know what day it is. I just remember today." I pitch Eric. You yeah. never sent me the invite. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> pretty much you like willow <laughs> <laughs> no hi bitch i don't, don't want to talk about willow i want to talk about willow <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good is high pitch eric still alive i do not know man i haven't yeah. watched the show since covid okay yeah actually i, 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 I kind of stopped watching well i definitely stopped listening when eric died i'd catch in but then when trump got in i was so mad at Howard for being friends with him for so fucking long. I, you know, I know, he, I know Howard's been shaming him, but come on, man. Yeah. For how many fucking years did we have to endure Donald Trump on that fucking show? I, I um, I, uh, I, 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 I didn't quit like a rage quit. I lost interest when it became AGT extras materials. I, I don't care what Howie was doing behind the know, scenes. Just, that was the real villain. I, I just, oh, I just know high pit. No, I mean not high pitch. Um, Eric, Eric the actor. actor. When Eric the actor died, man, that. That was my, ah oh man, just I just know he would have been at January sixth, you know, like, they would have wheeled him right in the front. He'd be there with like bottles of Pepsi, waving MAGA flags, and then now he'd be in jail. Seth Seth Narco says Santa didn't post it, implying Santa filmed it and released it on the internet. We know what you're doing, bud. We know what you're doing. Santa sex tape. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. I, if you guys can see that cake, if they would. But uh, yeah, it's pretty good though. It, it's it, it's it's a pretty good cake. But um, Kate Bestman says Cadence is trying to fuck me. At least buy me a coffee before you fuck me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <coughs> anyways, um, Tyrant says I mean Avatar six and seven will probably be coming out on ABC Family or Freeform or whatever the hell it's called after two to five continue to make less and less money. Oh, he's just trying to he's just trying to get you right now. He's just trying to get at you. Um by the way, there was something uh, I like doesn't do financially well. I'm crushed. Uh, no, I'm strong. <laughs> I was I was too busy looking up getting waking up late today, honestly. Today I'm a lazy bum. Um uh, and and trying to find uh people commenting on the stuff that Bestman wrote about, trying to see if there was like any updates or anything credible. So I didn't get to look at this up, but me and Bestman were talking yesterday. And um, James, there was an article that came out about a week or two ago 
saying James Cameron makes, needs to make like the highest grossing movie of all time. Um, you know, $1.5 billion or, or it won't break even and all of this stuff. And, um, so two, two updates to that. The original, the original, um, numbers for the film that were released a couple of years ago are not, are no longer correct, but Cameron was referencing the domestic box office, not the international. So it's not what people were saying. It doesn't need to make as much as, as, as people were, were, were saying for it to break even. So the, so the, the movie will likely break even at least it, it's way, way more possible. What does it matter than, if it doesn't? Because the rock certainly didn't make money on black Adam and you know, they're going to make fucking 18 of those movies. You're going to mm-hmm. get black Adam 12, 13. They're going to jump right to like, like, like Leonard part six They're jumping right to part 12. You know? Because it's Bob Chapek's legacy, you motherfucker. That's why. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how much movies make. That's not our problem. It's the people who finance the problems. So. And stop all this CW Avatar Ten on CW. It's gonna be on Disney Plus. Get real. That's that's where they'll do it. Disney Plus will be able to do 3D, and then they'll be like, "Hey, here's your Avatar show." Do you think they would ever do? Do you think do you think they would ever do an Avatar show? Do you think he would let them? Would he allow them to use assets and stuff like that? Is that possible that we could have Avatar? Um, specials and stuff in 3D on Disney Plus. Like I don't know what the bit rate would be for 3D. Man. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, because because I I could do. I mean, we could always look at what Voodoo does. What the bit rate is for the Voodoo. I own Force Awakens and Rogue One. I think. And do I own Rogue One in 3D? Is Rogue One in 3D? Fuck, I don't even remember now. But um, yeah. Bestman says, well, The Rock changed the hierarchy of the DC universe <laughs> forever. That, that, now, now you, now, when you hear that phrase and it you know, does that thing in your head or you're like, this mm-hmm. fucking shit, that's how I feel also when people say Ray is nobody. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? When they start mm-hmm. repeating a fucking phrase that has no meaning, but you're just trying to keep giving it meaning that it means something, mm-hmm. I just, it doesn't mean anything. So, if you're what you're saying is if the rock came to Star Wars, he would change the hierarchy of the Filoni verse forever. Ooh, who's the bottom bitch in that? that <laughs> who's the bottom bitch? Who do you think? <laughs> uh. Oh man, uh, Bestman says, Remember, we're trying to will the Avatar series directed by Robert Rodriguez into existence, Jason. Yes, we are. Robert Rodriguez. Spinning Good chance blue he could kitties. end up directing four and five, to be honest. Called spinning blue, called spinning spinning blue cats of fire. In this one, they go to the volcano world. Well, like Alita, that one would have Cameron's like producer oversight, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't get Boba Fett stupid. It would be about the same as Alita. If you liked it, you it would be like that. Yeah. Do, do you do you think do you think like Favreau and Filoni were like? intimidated to 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 question robert rodriguez because he is like such a like established and in some ways iconic director of action and stuff do you think they were just like we can't do you think they just feel like they couldn't like feloni for instance was like i'm gonna go with what robert says because he's robert rodriguez or do you think they just something happened because i don't ever see john favreau letting those vespas show up in mando like that you know like something with 1800 
side view mirrors because it came from a ad in the 70s it's just not it's not the kind of thing you would do like so i look at it like well you know it's your thing it's cool you know yeah, yeah it's cool and then maybe it'll work out we'll see how it goes and then you know i that's the damn shame of it dude is like it's the i just don't feel a sense of ownership from even robert rodriguez you know mm-hmm. it it's more like lackadaisical like oh we made it like uh, there's another bad batch season we've got 24 of them for you just shoved them out the door there you go you know it's filled with mm-hmm. stuff you kind of like we don't really care about we're just getting it done so that's kind of like the bigger issue more than i think people are afraid of egos it was the lack of anyone like having any sense of real ownership over it yeah and favreau wrote it which is crazy so i i don't know I keep wondering if, like, on Christmas Eve, like, a ghost is going to appear to you, and it's going to be the ghost of Star Wars spirit, and it's going to show you all of all of your the times that you watched Star Wars and had fun, and then you're going to like the Bad Batch at the end of it. It's called a Christmas Carrie Fisher. You do a bunch of cocaine, you're like, I love the Bad Batch. Um, Bayback says, like, "This is a great Bad Batch. What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> um baymax says book of boba fett was squirting with squirting squirting <laughs> was, head, bro. <laughs> hey was skirting <laughs> with cw level c level execution at points the skittle rangers look like cosplay kids in 50 dollar outfits yeah they were you know they were they were they were hot topic star wars um i want to say robert did it himself says dale Dale, Dale's like you did that yourself. Um, KG says, like, who was responsible for making Book of Boba Fett so childish? Yeah, that's that. That's kind of the the question that that we've been asking ourselves this whole time. It's really weird. I mean, it. If there was ever, I mean, I wouldn't change Andor for the world, but if there was ever a time that you were going to get close to to doing the from from a business standpoint, you would think it Boba Fett would be the one where they go off the rails with like making it ultra violent to adult in some ways. I that thought would've... that was what was gonna happen given mm-hmm. the way that Boba Fett episode was in Mando season two. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, look, the cinematography I'm not a fan of, but this is a cool fight. This is this is action figures fighting. You know? Like I was like, Boba Fett's probably just going to be like, if it's like the raid where it's just one big, long, extended fight sequence for eight fucking episodes, I'm all for it. He doesn't, I don't need the deep inner workings of the clone machinery and his ties to Omega. I don't know, but just show me some fucking cool action. And that was like, not the no action. Like, like, like the most action is him running from the palace to the city. Like, all right, buddy, get your get your steps in, Boba. <laughs> so, so Tyrant says, I think the article was it has to be the top four highest grossing movies of all time. So it's something along seven hundred million dollar budget. But let's be real, Zaslav at Warner is nothing to save. No, but that that's that's the whole thing is that's Having when it makes that but seven hundred no, million dollars no. is what the mm-hmm. first movie had to do. The first mm-hmm. movie's budget was two hundred and forty million dollars, something like that, not including marketing. Mm-hmm. So. Like, and this is $240 on a stronger dollar. You know what I mean? So, like, you may as well say it was a $300 million budget given the offset. There's always – the thing with the, the budget on this that has been increased is we don't know how much of that was attributed to COVID changes 
that occurred over a period of time. They run a large facility. You know, tons of actors that have to be together in mocap and all the changes that that could be twenty million dollars, fifty million. Who the fucking knows what yeah. goes into that? You know. Plus, are they are they are they are they also adding in inflationary numbers, or did they also have to get extra fucking rendering farms and crew because they lost a lot of fucking work people due to COVID or studios shutting down during during COVID? So like the budget was 250. It was just a little bit more than the first film for the remaining movies. And then all that sort of like it's a little wonky when COVID hits. It's not like Cam Cameron's pretty fucking frugal. Like I mean you know, he spends money, but when he needed more money for like Titanic, he just gave up his fucking 10 million dollar fee to get the extra 10 million. It's not yeah. like he would run a hundred million over budget to render out some fucking dinosaurs. It's not what he does. Yeah. So they're just not saying all that stuff because if they start blaming COVID, it's all fucking political and it just brings up a whole bunch of other bullshit that yeah. no one wants to fucking deal with. Well, well, the but, uh, the uh, the point is is that it based off of what Avatar has already done in the pre-sales, it's highly likely that it that it's going to be a, a well profitable film at this point. And, yeah, and the yeah. Fact I mean, that Black Panther is going to cross seven hundred million this week. So, like, yeah. Here's the thing, man. <laughs> if you go back to two thousand eight, right? Two thousand nine when this came out. Two thousand nine. Saying a film had to make seven hundred million dollars was way crazier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> way crazier an idea. Like the Dark Knight had just crossed a billion, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" You know, like that. We just for, remember, folks. We um, the Marvel. The Marvel thing where films just make two billion a couple like every other Marvel film makes two billion, you know, like it's normal. It's not normal. Yeah. You know, Spider Man making two billion is not normal. It's not normal. You know, so like Endgame all is not not normal. But now having to make eight hundred million dollars, like, man, if you don't make it, it's gotta be a it it, it seriously, it's gotta be fucking lame. Cause Rise of Skywalker made nine hundred million. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, like and Jurassic Park dominion which everyone widely fucking panned broke the billion this is not this oh is i not thought it was dominican thing. i thought it was a dominican jurassic park that's not let's not set dead folks <laughs> up for trouble man i'm, I'm blaming them for that movie but um no i'm not blaming it. i'm just yeah I'm now whether whether your sequel needs to make more than the first one did is unrealistic when the first one you know is like the highest grossing film of all time it's just no one can keep doing that that's like saying every star wars film after the force awakens needs to beat mm. the force awakens or it's never going to be good like that's ridiculous or they're never going to make another one which is ridiculous yeah well i i, I don't want to put words to this but i think i think bestman was suggesting that he thinks it'll make black panther money and i think it'll make black panther money and a half Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rise of Skywalker made 1.1 billion. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Oh, you got me. Oh, you got me, Planet Fitness. Rob's wrong. Oh, Rob's oh, wrong. Oh, oh Martha, I'm going. Oh. Yeah, come on. Shut the fuck up, dude. You're right. Wrong. So it's even You're worse. Wrong. You're you, wrong. you nitwit. You're wrong. Rise of Skywalker made 1.1 billion. So if that shit fuck film can make a billion, then anything can, right? Is what we're trying to say. So. You're wrong. You're still wrong, Rob. Um, what I was gonna say, though, yeah, because because like I feel like the people who purchased the Avatar presale tickets like early on, I think those people will see it twice. I think they're really excited to like to like see the movie and that they're really interested in the uh, look and the tech and that kind of shit. 
I think most of those people will see it twice. So I, I think it's, I, I, I think it'll probably, I mean, I'm not a big box office guy. So this is me, me trying to be one for the first time. I think it's going to make one. I think it's going to make what, what black Panther made and a half. That, that's, that's, that's my, that's, that's my feeling. I'm it. cool with mm-hmm. them never making another one. Like, I think that's what's crazy. Yeah. Well, you want to the story wrong? We want to destroy it. Well, if we don't get one, we don't. I grew up in a generation where if they made a Willow, you go, well, they're going to make another one, right? They made three Star Wars films. Nope, never again. Like, never, never again. Right? Labyrinth. Like, no Labyrinth, too. So no I too. take what's given, what's there. And if it's there, it's great. I cherish it. I assume, like, when Rogue One came out, I'm like, well, they're not going to make a fucking Star Wars movie like this ever again. You know, I just, this is luck. You know, like, I just got to just be, like, thankful I got this one. Yeah. And this is why I'm so, like, fortunate when, um, when, like, Macquarie and them stick around, like, Mission Impossibles, they get better and better. I'm like, shit, man, like, that's, that's not the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's the exception to the rule. But Well, Planet Fitness says, says that No Way Home made $1.8 billion and Avatar will make $1.7. I, I feel, like, here's the thing, though. No Way Home came out at a moment where people were like, I'll get COVID to, to go see a movie. They were, were willing to do it, but I wasn't. I wasn't part of that, and I'm part of this. Does that, I don't know. Does that mean anything? I don't know. But I don't know why people give a shit about box office so much. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't understand. It's 1.9 billion nitwit. You know what? I, so. I, I don't care about box office. I don't really cheer for people making money that i'm not going to get to spend overall but i have been more interested in box office as of late when you have situations like what like like when everybody was just making money hand over fist and everything fucking great uh but now i think it's a little little bit different in the sense that it's hollywood's being reshaped at the moment by what the what this generation of films make i think that's where my it's nothing new that's been going there i mean macquarie's been talking about this for 10 years so yeah fuck macquarie he's a bitch you know, my 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 thing with box office is when is when people like the Pokemon games that recently came out. Like when you buy things that you know are fucking broke beyond belief, and you're like, mm-hmm. well, if you bought it, they're, you're not teaching them anything. Like if mm-hmm. if you fucking hate this shit, don't spend money on it because they're if you spend money on it, they're gonna make more of it, or, or they'll be inclined, more inclined to make more of it. To be quite frankly, dude, like, you mean like about, College Girls Hole? <laughs> if a fucking studio wants to make something, don't make fifty of them. Whether you, who asks for more James Bond films? Let's be honest. Who goes? Can't wait. You know, you're just like they made another one. Like, oh shit. Uh, I, want to, like, I want them to see Roger go. Moore and bring Roger Moore back. That's that's the best Bond. Let's deep fake him as a Yesm. <laughs> no, no. Let's just bring Roger Moore back. Roger Yesm. <laughs> I want to see that now. You know, you know, in a in a weird way, it would it would almost be like good. They they would they they should never do this, but almost to, for them to make us a, a digital James Bond, a man who doesn't exist, and just have performers play him. That way, it's always the same. I'm kind of surprised they. I'm I'm kind of surprised we're not there yet. That no one's tried something like that. Maybe maybe that'll be our Luke Skywalker, huh? Tyrant says. Uh, point is, does Avatar four costing three hundred to four hundred fifty? 900 million after marketing what is the expectation for the return on that what's the expectation well, here's the thing space? though you're assuming disney fucking greenlit these films that's not what happened fox mm. 20th century fox greenlit these films because they were in competition with disney for a new star wars series 
you know? Like, that's they wanted their own big franchise tentpole series of films. And they had James Cameron. So they greenlit these films for about 250 not you know, piece, you know, probably 300 after fucking inflation, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Right? And then you throw on another 100 million for marketing, get you to 400 million. So, like, but when you're like a studio that's like, fuck, man, look, Paramount had Top Gun make a one point something billion dollars and like, yes, greatest of all time for a studio. And then Marvel's like, oh, we could shit that one out with another Avengers film if we just shove every character into it. So, like, it's like their their expectation for return, honestly, is shady fucking accounting so that they can <laughs> wipe off all their coke parties off the books. I mean, yeah, like, the uh, the best like, one is um, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody not being profitable. Right. Uh, that, that was the most fun one. I hate the movie. I love Queen, hate the movie. Um, Same. But it's like, yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, Top Gun's coming out in theaters again in on, uh, early December. They, 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 well, they ha- there's nothing out. There's only, yeah. nothing out in IMAX, really. I mean, Black Panther, but let's be honest, it's kind of a downer film. So, mm-hmm. like, you see it once or twice, and you had your sniffles, and then, you know, and it, and it needs better fights. The Marvel films, my only critique right now of anything Marvel is they seem to have, like, lost their fight choreography crew. So, like, mm-hmm. Shang-Chi had, like, the best fights, and Falcon the Winter Soldier had some cool moments with fights, but... They got it. Like, these these superhero movies. I don't care. You can be dark and depressing. You can be grieving. You can be happy go lucky. And man, they got to make sure every fucking movie has a kick ass fucking fight. That's mm-hmm. that's it. That it, it, without that, it's like a that's like a musical. With you know, they just put on no, fucking. No one wants to no, hear no it when I when I say it about Star Wars. No one wants to hear it. But if I'm going to the movies, that's where I want a fight scene and a visual effects spectacle sequence. I won't get on Disney plus if I'm seeing a Marvel or a star Wars thing. Otherwise I might as well stay at home, watch it on Disney plus 45 days later, or just watch a Marvel uh, television series. That's more depth than a film. And a lot of these cats that were, that were behind the the fight choreographies have since left to become directors and stuff. Well, I think Mm -hmm. that's where Marvel should be putting their money down and being like, well, you should be a director for us. You know what I mean? Like seriously, yeah. So they he they could stop trying. I feel like there was a push internally two or three years ago for them to court more Oscar ish directors, and I say bravo. But if you don't have the fights, this is this is pointless. It's pointless. Yeah. yeah. Um, Seth, I will be there at the Fortnite event this weekend with my children's. With Bestman, we're gonna go through it, so you can count us. But um, do they actually release those numbers? I don't even know if that's a thing. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody, Jedi Mike. Jedi Mike says Bohemian Rhapsody was a nine out of ten. It was about a two out of ten for it's about a two out of ten for uh, for a history, about a seven out of ten for 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 rock bio biopic cliches. Yeah, forget all the other bullshit. Look, the, we know we all know the big bullshit moment, right? We're gonna ignore that, okay? A bunch. I know, I know, but the you know, you know I don't what you're talking about right now. I don't have I any know, clue because I, I have like about ten in my brain. The right one now. that kills me is why did they edit the Live Aid performance? They filmed mm. the whole thing. Yeah, like at that point at the end of the movie, <coughs> play the whole. Don't fucking truncate <coughs> that performance. Just play the whole thing. It's it's not that long. 
you know, I think, like, I think they, I, from memory, I think they only cut crazy little thing called love. And I don't know if there's a thing, but if you noticed, you don't see crazy little thing called love getting pushed in car commercials and popcorn commercials and stuff like that. It's like, oh, like I want to break free right now. That that's the one that they're pushing super hard and stuff. And like, so I don't, I don't know if, if, uh, they're Stupid just like move. resting it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that Stupid was. Move. It was a chance to get that live A performance from cinematic angles recreated. You know what I mean? Like, but when you trim it, you're like, "What do you? This is this is this is the battle. This is the big thing. And you, you're, you're trimming it. You fucking, you know, for like a couple minutes. You fucking dicks. I, it's it's like this fucking movie, man. You know, yeah. like. So yeah. Rick says, guys, Willow was kind of dumb, but I like it despite myself. And that's that's generally like how I feel about Willow in general. Like Willow's not trying to be a smart movie. I mean, you know what I mean? It, it's like Serious. it's over the it's over the top, like 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 comedy. So like like that's how I like Willow too. And um, and then when you get into the series, it gets like I said, it's there's a little bit more melodrama added, a little bit of teen melodrama. Um and uh that's where it, that's where I'm like, okay, I'll go with it considering this is being released in 2022 on disney plus and that kind of stuff and like i said though no one who's watched it on disney plus has got to the music stuff that bothers me and i'm curious if this is just me i'm curious when those moments begin is everyone just so on board with the series that they're just like cool i'm i'm on board i don't care or are they like what the fuck did you just do you know i don't know but um, Rick says I love Queen. Skipped Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, my uh, my 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 hot take about Queen used to be that Sheer Heart Attack was the first record. But over the years, uh, I've come to realize that Queen Two is the best Queen record of all time. Doesn't have any singles on it, really. I mean, some of these are but but it's uh by far the best Queen record. It's like a good record in totality. Tyrant says, finally watched Thor Love and Thunder. It was better than I expected after the backlash, but definitely not Ragnarok good. That was that was where I was at with it. I didn't finish it because I just kind of just don't really care enough to go back to it, but I pro- I plan to. I will when I'm like, oh. It has a- some very Jim Henson-like moments. Yeah. The battle in the beginning where he's fighting those like crow dudes or like doing the fucking metal signs, that's like very labyrinth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And so... But again, that battle is, it's not a battle. It's like an improv skit, you know? And that's my yeah. my problem. Like when you have battles, you got to really like flesh that shit out, you know? Even if it's going to have some fun moments, the biggest issue with the film is there's so much in it. it. It just, once it ended and I was like, oh, that's what the logo means. I'm like, I guarantee you he had the ending, wrote it backwards. And then, you know, yeah. you, they gave you a lot for your dollar. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know, man. What fans want sometimes? Because, like, even myself, I always think, okay, I I know what they it want. Is. More complicated. They want more more stuffed in. They, remember before, before a couple years, ago, before like a year or so ago, if a film was like, if a Marvel film was like, oh, it's only a ninety minutes, it must not be good. It must be at least two hours. Now it's like you're getting three hour films. It's too long. What about editing? It's like yeah. when the Daredevil series came out and it was 13 episodes. <laughs> this is too many episodes. It should be like eight or nine, maybe even six. And now the Marvel series are six. This should be 13 episodes. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's just back and forth. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of improv in that movie mm-hmm. and not a lot of actual like story, you know? 
So my 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 reading on it from the people that who I've spoken to who don't like it vehemently is it's that it they uh most of the Marvel films put in that other genre that those people don't usually consume like a political thriller for instance that they would like because they're grown-ups now but they don't try it because they're kind of stuck in like I watch Marvel films and Marvel does the amalgamation of genre and then they get their fix of that other thing and then Marvel's like geniuses now to to them and uh and genius in marketing I would say than doing that and then but in this one they they made it a romantic comedy and those people inherently will not and will never like romantic comedies and so in doing that it made them sick you know and uh not true though because deadpool one was a romantic comedy okay so but but, but deadpool is like deadpool offsets it though with 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 deadpool one you forget two you got it deadpool one had my my wife took her and her 40 and 50 year old female friends to go see that fucking movie Mm -hmm. you know and it wasn't because deadpool was slicing people up it legitimately had a romance to it you know that Mm -hmm. was like absurd Right. And, you know, but Rob, day, this but... woman thought you were romantic at some point. So I know but she's let's be honest since I'm the kidding. fucking. Yeah, it's nothing. I don't question her about every day. <laughs> so, you know, like, I'm, you pick me. I don't whatever. So <laughs> your judgment. Let's be honest. Natalie Portman hasn't had chemistry with one co-star no. in the history of her fucking career, dude. Although Black like, this Swan, goes, I'm sorry, and I like her. I like V for Vendetta. All right, yeah. I like Black Swan. She has no chemistry with people, man. That no. that that doesn't help, and it doesn't help when on the other end they're improving nonstop. So like, you know, it's just a little too much, you know, is what it is, and so. You know, and, and, and I think when they were making the movie, you know, in the middle of COVID, the theory behind at Marvel was probably like, world's depressing, everyone's dying, should make happy films. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can go too far. I feel like I love what we do in the shadows. This past the season that just had, was it season three? Was it season three? It was a, this, this recent mm-hmm. season was phenomenal. The season before, I was like, they're on the rocks. I don't know if it's going to... They had a couple great moments. I was like, this moment's great. Ended strong. But this is going a little too... Like the office, a little too far. A little too... You got to bring it back in. You got to have that horror stuff. And um, stop with stop with the... Uh, Jedi Mike? Improving. Jedi Mike says, I thought the end of Live Aid was perfect. Or, or perfect. was nice. Yeah, the real life crazy the little movie. thing called love was gone. Yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah, come on, it goes. Joey, yeah, Joey, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't fuck with crazy little thing called love, Jedi Mike. You don't fuck with it, all right? Not on this show. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Jedi Mike. You're allowed to like it, Jedi Mike. I have no problem with you enjoying yourself. Tyrant yeah. says, I watched Willow and was disappointed it wasn't a documentary about Will Smith's kid. <laughs> don't worry, there will be a lot of those in the future, those weirdos. Uh, Mike Stan, Shell Porter says, Bohemian Rhapsody had different songs in the wrong time frame. It's like the song didn't happen then. It was later. That That's actually one of my critiques of it whenever I try to go like Jason, like Willow. 
you might be too close to this. You might care about this too much to be able to enjoy it. So try to look at it objectively. And I literally watched the film one time and did not let, did not dial into the music and, and um, which is also out of order. I totally, they're playing like hammer to fall at the wrong times and shit. Um, but I was like, the, the, the music carries that movie. I love the music so much that it kind of fooled me the first time I saw it. And, and then it was like a day or two later. I thought, I was like, you know what? That movie doesn't really sit well, you know? And then um, it was like on voodoo for like nine 99. So I bought it in 4k and uh, would just put it on every now and then I'm like, no, I hate this movie. <laughs> but in fitness says um, I left the theater halfway through Thor love and thunder. Um, I went to play in the arcade for a bit. Wow. That's that's yeah. I mean, that's it doesn't work for you. It really doesn't work for you. But hey, the, at least your theater still has an arcade. Mine has a bar now. And yeah, but they're um, always like deer hunter games or cruising stupid USA, you know, cruising America. Mm-hmm. Why haven't they made cruising America? Cruising America. They should, like, they should or yeah. get real, get real bunch of redneck humor. Yeah, I like. I, I is, is that a game where you drive through a protest that you don't agree with? Cruise <laughs> yeah, America. Cruise America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mike's um, Mike says I will not understand if a, I I will not understand if a rock song breaks out in Willow. The credits, uh, the credit songs take me out. Yeah, that's see when the credits in Willow started. That's where I was like, God, I don't like that. But I was like, you know what, like. It's just the credits. I thought maybe they just wanted to sell some some stuff, you know, on iTunes or something or Apple Music, whatever the fuck it is called now. And I was like, you know, remember, remember like Walking Dead? You can buy this shitty song on iTunes. Remember those ads? And I was like, no, no, fuck you, I'm not. And and uh, th- that music is crap. And uh, but yeah, that's what they do. And they slowly start integrating it in. It slowly bleeds in, and it's a bad call. My hope. I wish we could reach them and be like, look, offer two versions on Disney plus one with the score and one with your shitty fucking covers. How about that? How about that? If you did that, we'll meet in the middle. Everybody's happy. Everybody wins. You could have your shit vision and we could just have the mediocrity that, that we demand. I mean, that seems fair, but um, I think that it um, probably people will be too touchy. Like, no, I had the idea to, I thought it would be a great idea to put the Beach Boys in. Yeah, the Beach Boys are in it. See, I actually love a lot of the song choices, to be honest with you. There's a lot of good song choices. But it doesn't matter because it doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Jedi Mike says, Thor 4 was fun and lovingly thunderous. <laughs> Jedi Mike is just on a roll today. <laughs> um, Mike Porter says, it's a great movie, Jedi Mike. They just have the the history wrong in the theaters. I was like, wait, that happened years later. F- for me, you know what it is? Is it shit like Freddie Mercury just going, doing all right, just fucking busting out the fucking song like he's on fucking Broadway in the middle of a fucking parking lot? Like, not only is that wrong history, you get your ass kicked doing that kind of shit in real life. You can't do Welcome that. to musicals, Jason. Remember like in La La Land yeah. when you're just singing on the 405 and you're like, well, oh. they would just get shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> By me. I would do it. I'd be like, somehow I'd pull out a gun. It's America. That's the magic of musicals, Jason. Just going to have to let that one go. Like, that could be the uh, the uh, bonus level in Cruise in America. Like you just go and you see some people. So you're like, you, just got, you look down. You have a weapon of choice. You pick it out and you throw it out the car. But um, yeah, yeah. It's like. They they were that movie was so concerned with showing everybody in good light that yet the movie is just sanitized trash. 
I love the the idea that Freddie Mercury sort of sabotaged Smile. That 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 he that he built up Tim Staffel's ego. All of this stuff, it's fun. And Freddie Mercury was a was a cunt that we love. You know what I mean? And and that should have been shown both sides of him. His bad side and his good side sh- should have been shown in that film. And in the end, he's just like, don't cut me a pecky. And that, that's it. That, that's, that's Freddie Mercury's only fucking problem for most of the movie. And then at the end, they get into the solo record shit. Brian May and Roger Taylor had solo records before Freddie. And they make Freddie's solo record the thing that's going to destroy Queen. They made him apologize to the band, bro. I just like... Yeah, I can't, I can't stand by it. They didn't apologize to it. It wasn't a two-way street. Like they were trying to like vent some kind of like they made him apologize to th- I'm sorry. That's my like cardinal sin with this movie. I'm like, yeah, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. I mean, I get Jason, if I die, you make a movie and you just have me apologize to you for all yeah. the fucking all the jokes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All Rob's yeah. all of it was Rob's. Rob made me. Rob <laughs> Rob very, very made sorry. me say it. It's going to be called. Rob made it. Say Rob made. Yeah, it's true. It's going to be like mommy but, dearest. I'm gonna, it's just going to be like that little girl with the curls. It was dis- there was something Howard Stern said a long time ago, like around the mid 2000s. Baba Booey? When he it was when he was he had on he it was when he had on um Fartman's a good idea. Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, remember that. This was when he was first talking about when Borat had come out and everything he was like yeah you know he wants to do his queen movies we're talking about freddie and you know stern spent plenty of time with those dudes brian may and roger taylor's you know over the years i mean he was playing their shit when it was new you know on there and he was just said that he felt brian may had it in for like he had a real like ego issue with freddie you know and i used to go well i don't know about all that Mm. but i gotta be honest man like the only one who showed up to fucking play with Mark Martell was Roger Taylor, mm-hmm. you know? And when I see this band making a fictional Freddie Mercury apologize to them, I mean, bro, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. Like, now they, really fuck. I found it disgusting, you know, to be perfect. Yeah. Now they, th- that, that band would, that band just fought constantly about, about everything. They all, they were all people who wrote hits like it's it's hard it's hard enough to be in a band yeah with, there's with, a, one plenty of talent everybody all no yeah, and 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 that makes yeah. yeah and so by the time you get to the miracle that by the miracle that's when they decide they have to write all the songs together and they have to do everything together or they can't function as a group and everybody has to be paid the same or people are going to fight for money and stuff like that so it's fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. metallica but, does that but, you but, know but, they learned their lesson when they underpaid their fucking the, the, the miracle's a shit record. The, the miracle's a shit record. And, and innuendo's a lot better. That's what I'll say. Not, yeah, I mean, not... I, I think, you know, they, they have, Metallica have, have that whole thing where they, they go off in their own separate ways and then they come together and bring their ideas, whatever. But everyone gets paid the same now. Like, they learned their lesson about that problem. So, like, you got to do it, man. But, yeah. fuck, could you imagine they make an ACDC movie and they have Bon Scott apologize? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know for partying too um, hard or something like I, you would i revolt like, like it's... there was a i i remember when i was a little kid not well, i was like probably like 12 or something and it was i was listening to howard stern at like five in the morning my dad was dropping me off like at my i get dropped off at this lady's house so i could go to a different school not in the bad neighborhood i lived in 
and um about five in the morning and listening to stern on the way to way to way there and uh, it was like he was saying that his hairdresser for some event was freddie mercury's old uh, old um, hairdresser and um and her best friend who's also a hairdresser fucked freddie mercury and said that it like freddie mercury was was the the, the best gay sex that he had ever had times times 10 that he was just dynamite he was just a fucking a fucking madman and when you look at that like stage performance how you were on stage is kind of how you fuck i would say that's probably pretty true you know what i mean how like how how, how you will perform with your instrument and shit so yeah freddie mercury monster man um baymax says uh portman had great chemistry with boss Nass. <laughs> and, and johnny mike says natalie has chemistry with me so yeah poor natalie we're so mean to her um i think she's trying in that movie it's just it's like yeah. a box of rocks you know like it's just like <laughs> do, do you think do you think natalie portman like puts on like like our song and walks over look and, to and be like, fair it was like i remember when i used to be the hottest of the star wars chicks to be fair i don't think julia roberts has had great chemistry with people either that doesn't mean they aren't great actresses you know i mean i love oceans 11. i don't see her and george clooney together now this is the thing i'm like sure sure <laughs> sure but okay. that's been told me that 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 matthew perry used to fuck julia roberts and dumped her and um and and now like you usually i could like see past some things but matthew perry i can't see past matthew perry so even with the time machine me and julie roberts were done um <laughs> Jedi mike says if you're a real addict the movie works like the rocket men movie for me a real addict um, like like real d the best 3d in america um planet fitness says a bar is cool but the arcade is where it's at yeah no that's where i'm at like like when uh we get to the movies early i'm like hey kids dad's gonna get a whiskey you know i i, I that's not gonna happen i'm not gonna do that and i would rather the arcade be there for for me so i think if you're gonna have the arcade you should have the bar too you, you should you should have but the arcade first family first here at making star wars is what i always say Mike says Westworld did the modern music integration best recently. And that that was sort of like my middle ground on it. And I would hate if they did that here too. But I was like, that's why I said if they played Inner Sandman on a fucking loot, I'd be like at least like hey, that's kind of funny. I could kind of go with it. But um no, it's not what they do. Um they 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 play Crimson and Clover, an important moment as well. Um Planet Fitness says so. What is everyone's favorite movie of the year? Mine goes to the Batman or Top Gun Maverick. Ooh. Might be recency bias, but my, my favorite movie of the year right now is Triangle of Sadness. That movie, I didn't know anything about it, and I just watched it, and it just unfolded, and I was like, fuck, this is cool. So that, was, that was probably my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, my favorite, like, popcorn movie of the year um, might, be, might, be the, might be the Batman. I don't know. I had the great... only problem with the Batman is that Joker scene, Jason. They, yeah, they really should have put that after the credits. If that was after the credits, and I don't have to see it in the context of the film, mm -hmm. then it's an easy fucking. But I dislike it so much. You have to. It it is the single worst Joker I have ever seen on screen. 
Yeah. Like that's how I dislike it. Lido way better. And I'm I don't even like the Lido thing. I'm just trying to give you an idea of how much yeah. I dislike this fucking OnStar version <laughs> of uh Yeah. You know. And Texas it's kind of weird. Is, massacre. I, I had a really good time with Top Gun Maverick. I own Top Gun Maverick, but I haven't wanted to watch it again. I don't know if that's just me or if that says something about the movie for me. But I don't, I don't know if films it. demand repeat viewings, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like I love Citizen Kane. I don't think you're putting that on too often, you know. So yeah, um, when it know, comes to when it comes Requiem to Requiem for a Dream, that Requiem for a Dream is an amazing piece of cinema. Not watching it again. Like I'm not doing it. Mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. If you follow me on Letterboxd and you watch any of the movies I have on there, you, I'll fuck you up, man. I have some disturbing movies on there. I, I remember I, whenever I'm trying to remember movies to like add on my Letterboxd account, I can remember the fucked up ones. <laughs> like those are the ones that stuck with me. So yeah. Uh, Robert St. Clair says Tony Stark. Seem to have the best chemistry with Aunt May. Damn, Aunt May is hot though. I'll say that much. Uh, Jenna Mike says the the pho- the phobias and addiction issues seemed real. It was lightly real. Freddie Freddie was never like that big of a cokehead, and like his stuff amounted in partying too hard, going to a club fucked up, saying some, getting into a verbal match, and getting his ass kicked bad. Like that's actually like a real thing that happened. He got the shit beat out of him um, at a club, and like you know, like that stuff sounded not in the movie. And there was like real drama to actually make that movie historically even close to accurate. Like it was all there, and instead they decided to focus on a gay man's ro- romance with the woman that he leaves for men and uh, Mary Austin thing. I feel like Mary Austin has been a it's been like the heterosexual shield for Freddie Mercury during his career and for the British press for years. And now I think it's like I'm not saying she she's not important to him. She's just not really the queen story. You know, at the end of the day, she's not. So, yeah, but, you know, whatever. Like I said, you had fun with it. It's cool. And uh, Brian May strong arm the plot. I see. That's what that's what Sasha Baron was saying. I on if you watch the Sasha Baron interview from around twenty maybe twenty thirteen ish probably twenty fourteen maybe. Um, he's talking to to Howard Stern. You will yeah. get the impression. Well, I get the impression that Sasha Baron is not lying, but he's also being a little bit of an exaggerator for the comedic purposes of the moment and the performance of the of that thing. So I don't think I don't think there it's really as bad as as he made it sound, but I do think that it, as if you were someone who was trying to do a real true historical biopic of Freddie Mercury honoring the person and the story, I got a feeling that was probably pretty frustrating. And um, I don't know how you could really do it. I think that I think our series. best our be best way movie. for a Queen movie is a series after all of the main participants have died. You know, after after Brian and um roger are no longer with us and john deacon just doesn't care so john, john deacon Still just has like, that fro with the shorts it's my yeah. favorite deacon's outfit he had my mom's perm my mom's perm and he had yeah. those tiny little 80s guys shorts you know a friend of mine um is a big queen queen fan and and lives out near john deacon and just like 
you know, he just like goes to the pub all the time, just like gets fucking wasted and leaves. <laughs> that's that's what Good for him. Yeah, this is living out his best years. I say do it. Um, Tyrant says with Willow, it, is it just modern music or is it like Bioshock, um, Infinite, anachronistic music? No, it's like here's a modern day cover of Inter Sandman playing. Here's I can't remember. I think Crimson and Clover was a was a cover, and um, I think it was. I think the Beach Boys might be the actual Beach Boys, but um, yeah, it's just the actual songs. It's not, it's not like you know, it's not on a lute. It's not played with you know tribal drums or something. It's like just some indie band doing a cover of Inter Sandman, and they drop it in with dist- distortion guitars and the whole thing. It's just a a cover of the song. We don't need a, a cover of. That's all. And and it's like the cover is just because like it's cheaper to use the cover than Metallica, so. Jenna says the movie with Lars makes, the the movie that Lars makes about Metallica would be interesting. Yeah, exactly. It's like don't do that. Hey, Karen says Happy Willow Wednesday. Going to watch episode one straight after this. Nice. Let me know what you think. I think the first two are out. And um, the first episode is um pretty strong the second episode warwick davis comes in and um i do think it was a a huge mistake to let warwick be warwick make the jokes you know i think they should have kept it like the film where he is very very serious in the and everybody else is funny around him you know because it because the funny characters are the ones that you gravitate towards and so like you know anyway anyways though um, as it says, over 20 jobs for Star Wars first person shooter team at Respawn have gone up in the last two weeks. Over 20 jobs for the Star Wars first person shooter. So, gone up in the last two weeks. So, okay. There's movement. They're making it. It's not dead. It's good to know. And Respawn does have to get shit done. So, yeah. They're, they're the but, uh, ones I'm the least. Will they make it? Will they, you know, they'll mm-hmm. make it. They'll, they'll get it done. So. Yeah. But thank you for the update, as true. I always appreciate knowing will, what's going on in those video games. Will it feature a uncanny valley looking actor that I could dead faced motherfucker I can't stand playing as? Probably. Yes. Yes. Probably. But all right. Um, today's an early day for my children, so I gotta go pick them up from school. Okay. And um my daughter stayed home today. She said she was too tired to go to school. And I <laughs> said, Okay, I'm tired too. <laughs> You know, every everybody needs a everybody needs a day, I guess. You know, so I'll give it to her once, once a year. I'll give it to her. You should come you know. out of her allowance so she learns what it's like when you skip a day at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you paid for it. Hey, but uh, we'll we'll be back tomorrow at one p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hopefully, more information about the events uh, today comes out, and we'll cover it then. And then tomorrow there's an event. Hopefully, it'll be done by then, and we can cover it too. And um, yeah, and uh, make sure you, uh, if you can't watch the show on on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe on Spotify. You can watch the videos there as well. Um, but, you know, this is the best place to interact with us on, on the old YouTube machine. So uh, we'll be back. Thanks. And uh, thanks for doing the show early today, Rob. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go.
Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.